podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. My name is Daniel. Is that kid half what trying to live, trying to exist, trying to stay alive? We were supposed to record yesterday, but I think Germany played France. I wasn't feeling yeah. that great, so it was cool that we've we've delayed until today. So we're releasing today. Whenever you hear yes, it, sir. it's good. Um, yeah, follow me at Daniel to look if you feel like it. Even though I don't really tweet anymore or X anymore. No, 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 no. tweets, um, tweets. I'm never going to get X. <laughs> tweets. Have hope. Have hope. Where can people find you? Halfoffootballhots.com or round the corner. Mm-hmm. The Talking Tactics Extra podcast is now available on Spotify. You just have to link your Spotify with the Patreon. So mm. check that out. Um, we now have a channel on Apple Podcasts. So if you're ever if you're ever curious about uh, talking race, Africa, and people, make sure you check that out on Apple sure. Podcasts. All under one um, banner, so it's easy to find. All under one. There banner, you go. Baby. I think those are all the plugs. Have hope stuff. My stuff. Carl's at the Athletic doing something. I'm sure with with England. That's that. So we can jump right into the show. I know. I know where we start. Okay. We had a like a 30 minute debate about Ruby Alice and his mom's hunger strike. How do you feel about him now? Huh? He punked out. <laughs> Bro, I'm not. I'm, I'm disappointed. He made his mother thing, suffer for no reason. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm really disappointed because I have a lot of questions. First of all is, so your mom did all this for, for nothing. That's my first thing. My second thing is, why Piers Morgan? <laughs> and it's obviously clear Piers that Morgan? English isn't your first language and you're not that fluent at the language. Why not do it at like a major Spanish network? Why did he go to Piers Morgan and do it? I wonder, firstly, if there were any major Spanish media outlets that supported him. Maybe there weren't. So he just said, bump all of you. I'm going to go to some other media place. And the other media place is arguably the most controversial journalist in Europe. Maybe not, but like one of them. Mm. So let's just go to Piers Morgan, where seemingly everybody who's ever controversial gets to go. So Cristiano, Kanye, whoever. It makes perfect sense that he would go talk to Piers Morgan, because Piers Morgan is only interested in one thing, which is attention. Let's just go ahead and make this announcement here. I don't want to have another in-depth discussion about the man. Only just to say, I told, like, the dude has, he now has a history of abusing women, even his own mother. (laughs) <laughs> wow that's that was my primary argument the last time we, we we talked about this it's like yo he's he's making his mother suffer and now for no good reason yeah, you could have just said mom like chill it's not gonna work like i'm just gonna resign so you don't even need to worry about it really let, let your mom go on hunger strike in the church uh anyway. yeah the, so he's the out Louise he's out build is out i don't know what other demands spanish women have for their national federation but Get on it. Like the strike while the iron is hot, ladies. I don't know what else you could demand, whether equal pay, whether better <laughs> travel accommodations. No, I'm being serious. Like, whatever it is, while you have the country on your side, especially, and in kind of the delirium or high of winning a World Cup, yo, use your power and use it well. So shout out to those ladies, man. Yeah, don't no, no. I mean, look, I think you have to just realize like it's a different world, man. It's 2023, and what could have stood like 10 years ago, like in 2013, doesn't swing right down in 2023, you know? So, and I think Rubiales really, really (laughs) got that memo um, Mm. a lot more now than before. And my hope is, can can this now relate to or have an effect on racism? Maybe, (laughs) hopefully. (laughs) You ask too much. (laughs) Yeah, like like can can Rubiales' replacements actually care about Removing racism from La Liga, maybe? Or is that too much? Oh, yeah, it's too much, maybe. Okay. Baby um, steps. The the young player of the tournament whose name slips my mind. My Spanish is so bad. Paraleo? I can't pronounce Paraleo. Spanish. P-A-R-A-L-L-U-E-L-O. Parello. Oh, the... um. She's an African. And she's cold. Like, she's one of... Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She scored a goal in the semifinals. She, I think she scored in the final as well. Yeah, she, yeah no, she's no, like 19. No, no, she didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 19. So, Paraluello. Yeah, she's she's cold. I think she plays for Barcelona. Yeah, um, shots run. Yeah, she's good. So, she's like... um. Let me not say like. But 
you know how Spain Spain have been getting more African lately. So like you have the your your mall kid, Fati. Mm. Like where where have they been? Like my whole life they had one guy. <laughs> oh, the Senna. dude from yeah, was Sevilla. Yeah, you, no, he, no, 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 it's a Villarreal. Villarreal. Villarreal, and yeah, the yellow submarine. Like one yeah. dude, my whole life. Now they have like multiple. Even but, on the but then, like, side. I, there was like a tweet, but again, he's he's apparently known as like a racist kind of dude that wants attention. That said that, like, you know, um, he refuses to support Spain with um, if they keep on bringing in guys like Laminia Yamal into it because, like. Um, you have Alejandro Balde, Yamal, Ansu Fati. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a bit of color in there. There's a bit of color in there. Like, like I said, like Le Pen would have had a heart attack if he saw like the extra time <laughs> of that World Cup final. Because I was about to say, wait, hang on. Apart from Loris, uh, this friendship is looking very dot dot dot. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's what did he die? Is he dead? He's still alive, you know. Do, do you think I care? <laughs> Jean Jean Marie Le Pen. He's still. Do you see people like this don't die? This is my one problem with like these racist far right people. Like, why did they live? You know, Henry Kissinger is still alive, like ninety nine, a hundred years old. Yeah. Like Jean Marie Le Pen is ninety five years old. I don't know if he can see, but he saw. He must have heard. Oh, you yeah, know, he must have heard. He must have heard. The well, hate well, I mean, is what I mean, keeps them alive, His daughter would have, would, have, would have said something, you know. <laughs> the hate is what keeps them alive. Like, did, mm. were, were they singing uh, La Marseillaise? Like, were, were they mouthing the little... Like, that's all they oh. care about. Like, were they singing the anthem? Anyway, anyway. Um, speaking of France, might be worth it to stay here. So, one of your uh, greatest... Uh, we didn't include Verratti in our conversation of Pogba, Neymar, and Hazard. Oh, but wow. I think he might be included in this failed generation. I want your thoughts on him going to, I think, not even Saudi, but Qatar? Yeah, Al-Arabi. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what he would say, but I mean, boy's 30, he's a smoker, you know. He's, he's Yeah, 92. He's going to be 31. Yeah. So he's like, it's, 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 it's an L. It's an L. With I mean, with <laughs> with all with all due disrespect, it's it's an L. You know, like good, to man. to to go here as thirty one, when Modric won a Ballon d'Or around the same age, Benzema won a Ballon d'Or older. It's mm. it's an L, bro. Mm. And my thing is, look, the PSG thing was always going to be a risk. No one cares what you do in Uber Eats. It was always about what you you can do in the UCL. So your Uber's performances are irrelevant if you play for PSG. I will only recognize your Uber's performances if you play for a team not on PSG. So it was all about you being viewed and appraised on your UCL performances. And Marco, last time we saw you in the UCL, you were at fault for one of the, the goals that PSG conceded. So, so, so you rep Giroud's Montpellier? Like that's, that's Dodd for you? <laughs> that's not Dodd. That's just congrats. You know, that's just congrats, Giroud. But you know, no, I, you know, like you well, rep, like for Giroud, you, I rep, you, I rep. You rep Hazard's Lille, and was that yeah. 2012? Also, that? like Mbappe's um, dub as well for Monaco as mm-hmm. a, as a teenager, hundred percent. Like those are dubs. But you but, know, but Cavani and Ibrahimovic, they get no, 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 no. I, I don't recognize those dubs. Hell wow. no. Okay. Um. Nah. I was. I would. You could offset the PSG thing if you were Verratti, with an international career of some repute. But the fact is that despite winning the Euros under, you know, odd circumstances, given that uh, COVID affected it, he won't be, I don't know if he'll ever play in a World Cup again. And the only one he played would have been 14. Mm. So Italy have not helped Verratti's case at all neither PSG really he's he's his reputation is his talent which I don't think anyone really questions I mean there are some people that say like the extent of your talent has to be proven in certain games 
over the course of a career. But we know when we look at Verratti what we're looking at in terms of a, a top central midfielder. Yeah. But his it, he hasn't had the cooperation of team and international career to like validate or stamp the talent that we know exists, which is sad, ultimately. Um, and it's different. Like you could look, him and Pogba are similar in some ways, but like I don't think Pogba's ever had the club career that we thought he should have. But yeah. he does have a World Cup that he was integral in. Yeah, and I think a World Cup is something different than a European Championship. And France have just been more consistent. So you can Pogba will always have in his back pocket a World Cup trophy, which I think is. I think it to, for his career, like in the moment, like for him, I don't know if he thinks about it like this. Maybe he does. I think it might be a detriment. Like, bro, I've reached the top of whatever football is. How hard do I really need to push this thing? Because I've already done the maximum thing one can do. You know? Yeah. And, I, I, looks- I, and, and I wonder if being comfortable with that, if he is comfortable with that, would be a detriment. But Verratti, it's just... It, it's not wasted talent because I know it exists and I've seen it, but it's just there's like there were there was more there. Yeah, you, you see, here's my thing. Like we could even combine this with the Pogba story. Mm. So, banned for te- testosterone, banned substance. The worst that could happen. Worst, let's just say worst case scenario. Four years. So if he's given four years and Pogba decides to call it a day. I think that despite both players being fa- being ultimately failures, Verratti and Pogba, I think Pogba can ultimately be happy with what he did in his career than Verratti. Mm. You know, because I think if Verratti, let's say he does a few years at Al Arabi and calls it a, a day, okay, you won the Euros, cool. I thought you were one, you were one of the best players in that speech in the Euro final, but I expected more for Pogba. Great for Juve. Your United career was co- a complete and total failure. Com- for a man of your talents, it was a total letdown. You were pivotal and it's an integral to that World Cup win. You failed. Pogba, you failed. You should have achieved way more in your career because we all know how good and how talented you were when you were coming through. So you failed. But if he was to look at Verratti and look at himself, I think Pogba, well, you know what? I'm happy with this. And, I'm happy with this. And Pogba... Wait, 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 hold up. Happy is yeah. too much. Hold up. Happy maybe is too extreme. Content? I am content with this. Because happy is a bit too much. You can't be yeah. happy with, hey, I, I won one World Cup and I had a trash club career. <laughs> you can't be no, happy with that. It's, it's what Pogba was for that France team. He was the leader. We saw yeah. the videos. Like, mm. without me, we don't win. No. For sure, we can't win. And it, maybe he would look at the um, the World Cup that just passed. No, Pogba, Pogba didn't play. Conte didn't play. And he would think, if I was there, maybe maybe I, I am enough to get us over yeah. the hump. Because in midfield, they were a bit... Eh. So, yeah, I think Pogba can just... He, he would look at... Oh, this is, this is the other thing I would say. I think Pogba, even though there were mistakes going from Juve to United was a mistake going from United back to Juventus was probably a mistake, but he would look and say, I had a level of agency in my career that I did what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. I wanted to go back to, you Oh, Sir Alex wasn't playing me. I wanted to go to Juventus. I went, I wanted to go back to United. They paid 90 million for me. I went May I don't know if he wanted to go back to Juventus, all things being equal. But he made the decision to leave and he went. Verratti, I don't, he might look back at his career and think, what if I got that Barca move way back when? Instead of PSG being just overtly trying to keep me and do everything. Like, I don't think he did what he wanted to do. Almost, almost, almost in the same way, I don't think Mbappe is doing what he really wants. He's not getting the career trajectory that he wants. He wants to be at Madrid, but he's at PSG. I feel like Verratti is in that same vein where he was too good for PSG to let him go under any circumstance. 
and now he's stuck. You could even look at this move as a continuance of PSG because he's going from one Qatari place to another. Yeah. No, but but, but see, so, that's the point. So his whole career has been dictated by that group. And I think in, in later life, when he's 40, 50, did I really maximize or did, did I have as much agency over the trajectory of my career as someone maybe like Pogba did? And I think he would ultimately conclude no. No, but, but what I will say to that is Verratti strikes me almost similar in a way to Hazard. I don't think these guys really care that much about football in terms of the professionalism. They enjoy playing it, but I don't think they look at it on a macro level of legacy, close integrity, laying down a foundation, laying down something that people can remember you by 10, 12 years' time. Bro, the guy smokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> so for a guy who smokes as a professional football player, that's crazy. That is beyond unprofessional. And nicotine so is, a, think, is, is addictive. So there could be some like, I don't yeah. want to smoke, but I have to. Who cares? I don't give a damn. You To, to smoke as a professional is crazy. So... <laughs> I think for him, he in was 2023, like... 2023, but yeah, maybe not like... It, as, as you say, in 2003, maybe he could get away with it. Yeah, sure. But 2023, hell no. But you see, my thing though is, I think for Verratti, he's like, I earned good money. I'm living in Brody Paris. It's freaking Paris. I've been to Paris. Paris is I. Paris is I. You know? Shout out to the sexy ladies in, in Paris. So it's like, bro, <laughs> I have, I'm going to Neymar's party every year, which is which looks popping off. Bro, like I think he just got... Was he married to like a model girlfriend? So for him, he's like, I don't, I could, I could give it a damn if I don't have a UCL or a or a thing. I just don't think he cared that much. You see, you see, for me, I think Pogba does care that he didn't achieve more in the club game. For Verratti, I don't think he cares that much, really. You know, hmm. I don't think so. So you think him that you think his personality translates to his trajectory. That because yeah. he didn't care as much, it makes sense where he is. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, like, is this really the best club you could have gone to? Seriously. <laughs> like, Marco, like, you, there's no other club in Europe that might have wanted you. Like, obviously, we don't know what the money is. The money might be so crazy that, okay, like, maybe they, 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 and Daniel, that, no, no, Daniel, but, stop it there. No, no, you don't, no, Daniel, you don't even know. No, you said it. So, stop. You don't need to move it again. It's money. <laughs> He's moving to Alara because obviously Qatar to Qatar, there must be some kind of because remember, this is PSG's exit strategy. Let's get rid of all these guys that don't doesn't want. So Verratti, okay, you're on that list. Let's try and figure out something where you can still get paid well, but get the F out of this freaking club because Mbappe doesn't want you here. So Al Arabi was the next best thing in terms of I Marcos said, no, I still want to end this money. Because I, I want to live well. I don't want to continue living at the level I've lived at, earning all this money at PSG. So, yeah, like it it's, it's, it's money full stop. Just money. You didn't save? You can save? By the way, uh, his girlfriend is fine as hell. I know, I know. Yeah, of course she is. No, no, but, but look, look, no, none of yeah. these guys save. Like, they don't save. Come on, like, come on. Like, once you're... You see, now, you see, I don't want to be rude here. So I mean this with due respect. So I want to be Ooh. respectful when I'm saying this. <laughs> okay, how can I say this without being respectful? Okay, not all football players are the smartest creatures in the world. And not all football players finished school, specifically higher education. So for guys who had talent when they were like eight years old, you're on a trajectory of football. So most of your life, really, your growing up years has been football, 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 because you're in that minus one percentile of being truly amazing at this sport. Mm. So once you're earning that money and everything, and you don't really have the right people around you, you don't think of spending. You don't think of getting it and going into real estate, of reinvesting. You don't think of that stuff. You're like, I'm earning this money, mansions, cars, parties, private jets, living large, living crazy, and you want to maintain that crazy lifestyle. And you're not even thinking about retirement. You're like, bro, let me keep this thing going, keep this thing going, keep this thing going. Because you know what always strikes me? So like I'm on ESPN FC, 
And, you know, sometimes they always have like a former player who comes on. So I think once and the other, I think it was Gibbs, who used to play for Arsenal. And you can tell that, okay, you know, this guy is going to last like maybe two or three sessions <laughs> because he has no character, not engaging, not interesting. <laughs> so, but for these guys, they're like, oh God, I'm retired. What do I do? So you go into punditry. And if you don't have good analysis, you don't have a good character like Henri, then you're not going to last. If you, you know. can't make it on ESPN FC, then Lord, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, <laughs> they make no, it's, it so it's, easy because it's just it's just chill, like it's just a vibe. Yeah. So if you can't make it there, then damn. So so, so hey, like 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 none of these guys save. Like none of these guys save. So I think, like, which is why when these people end up and they retire, and you no more have this money coming in, and you haven't saved or got into real estate, then it's like. Okay, now what do I do now? Why are you into real estate, <laughs> bro? But no, because I know, I know. Let's say I know some people that have got a bit of dosh, <laughs> and they say that the smartest way, basically. So I know people who like you know they are pretty wealthy, mm. and they say real estate. That's what you do with money. Like okay. how if you've got a lot of money, and you want that money to keep on maintaining and actually build and flip it and actually and more. They say real estate is the thing. That's the thing. You heard that's, about that's DJ what you do. Apparently, there's something going on with yeah, DJ you know, so I don't know exactly here. what, but um, something. Uh, <laughs> oh, yo, yo, also apparently Tyrese is is crazy. <laughs> yeah, Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese is, is, is a madman. Um, what was I gonna say? Ah, I think you may. I was gonna say you make a good point, and especially if you have. If you're one of those, what's the, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Fancy word. Precocious talent. Like, from young, you've been earmarked as this, this, this guy's the next one. I feel like, like a Neymar, for instance. Like, your relationship, I suppose, with money is vastly different than someone like a Kante, who it, I wasn't mm. sure from his context if I was ever going to make it. So what did I do? I had to go to school. I went to university. Conte, I, I think, is an accountant by trade. Oh, wow. Because I don't think he was ever... Yeah, I, he wasn't sure whether he was going to make it as a professional. Or if I did make it as a professional, maybe not to the level of playing for a Chelsea or Premier League. Maybe I would have just stayed in the French lower leagues. So what's my fallback plan? He, he chose accountant or accountancy. So that uh, when people are like, oh, Conte, he's frugal. He drives the same mini coupe. His relationship with money is different because he didn't grow up as, of course I'm going to have it because I'm going to be one of the greatest central midfielders of my generation. He didn't grow up like that. He earned it. But, and that's, <laughs> for me, that's what makes, like, yo, he's going to get the bag. Plus he has the educational level to like, hey, this is going to go maybe to real estate, maybe to a village in Mali, maybe to something. Like, it's going to go to a good purpose, hopefully. Um, or someone like Juan Mata, I think, went to university. Like, there's there's certain footballers that are like, they've, they've done the education probably because they didn't believe or just to have a fallback plan or just, you know, African parenting maybe. So maybe I am sympathetic to, which is why if normally Half Hope says with all due disrespect. But he said, "With all due respect, so I, I'm, I unite with your sympathy in some ways for footballers who are put on a particular path, and it's hard for them to maneuver off of it. Actually, it's it's incentivized for them not to move off the path. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. This is a headline. It says, Richarlison, colon, Tottenham striker says he will seek psychological help. What?" Mm. From Brazilian newspaper O Globo, I went through a turbulent time off the pitch during these past five months. Now things are a bit more stable at home. People who, who only had their eye on my money are no longer close to me. Things are going to flow now, and I'm certain that I will have a good run at Tottenham and will make things happen. I'm going to return to England and seek psychological help from a psychologist to strengthen my mind. That's what it's about, to come back stronger. Um. So yeah, does that? I mean, I I like Richarlison, especially when I look into his politics and like the type of consciousness that he has. Like I I rock with Richarlison. 
not like and this is something that I've learned within the past like couple weeks. So I, I like Richarlison. Like he seems to have a good head on his shoulders and he seems mm. smart in that sense. I only wish that his politics or his level of consciousness would translate into the way he plays football. <laughs> but it's there seems to be a slight disconnect with like how can you like not not even how can you, but just like the your level of analysis or just your your how how your heart feels about your people. Like mm. Can we see some of that for Spurs? <laughs> like, can we see some good connections and some good, you know, no, no, one-twos? But, 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 but you can't on look. The pitch, it's but it's, it it's kicking it a ball around, bro. Yeah, like being conscious, aware. It makes your me head not want to trash on. him, though. Hh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, but no, no, no. But I'm just not like, look, it's separate. Like, what's more important is that you're conscious. That's what's more important than you know how to kick a ball around. Like at the end of the day, we love it. We do a pot about it. When we make some money from it. It's it's mm-hmm. fishnetable. You're trying to get a ball into the freaking fishnets. This it's it ain't that freaking deep, <laughs> and it's not the most serious thing in the world trying to get a ball into the damn fishnet. So mm-hmm. my thing is like you know like Richardson for me is garbage. Like he's <laughs> as a Brazilian, he's also garbage. This is why he needs psychological help because of people like and you. and and this is why see, this this is why these things are, are difficult. It is what it is. Like. So, so this so it's difficult. How do I break this down? So look, yes, I've always said you could argue that football is like it's percent mental, twenty percent physical, and if you are in the right frame of mind, you can do amazing things. Like we'll probably touch on Maguire. Low confidence can ruin you. You can be the most talented player in the world. Low confidence can ruin you. I believe that's the reason why Messi used to mess up so much for Argentina was because of too much pressure. Mm-hmm. And the amount of pressure he had living up to Mar- Maradona and their ex- expectation. And this is actually one of the most talented players we've ever seen. So your frame of mind is very key. And what do they say about strikers? Confidence. Mm-hmm. Confidence is the bread and butter of strikers. If you're low on, on confidence, you don't make that run. You don't anticipate. You don't strike the ball as cleanly. You're not as, as accurate. Low confidence can destroy. A high confidence for a striker... Everything works. Your first touch is there. Your shot is there. Your, your shooting is there. So, but that's why it's one of those things. This is what I always say. It's like a management thing. You know, it's almost like on Football Manager where there are different ways in, each, in which you can interact with, with players. Yeah. Peak Cristiano Ronaldo, not the washed dude that we have now who I think should retire. But I know he's going to incubate himself and somehow freeze himself till 2026. 20, but <laughs> peak Cristiano Ronaldo Bro, no, even if he's doing garbage, you never drop him. Because the guy's self-belief is incredible. No matter what, he has so much belief in himself, his confidence will never go down. Because he has such crazy self-belief. Like, for a guy who you have probably one of the worst conversion rates in free kick history I've ever seen. Your conversion rates of free kicks are garbage. But this man generally believes he will score. Like, when he stands there and takes a freak, he generally believes he's going to score. And his conversion rate at a certain point is atrocious. It's abysmal. Can I stop you there? But, like, don't, yeah. don't, don't forget your next point. But mm. I've seen your, your debates about free kick takers and this and that. You mm. know what happened to Ronaldo that really ruined him? Was that stance. No. Oh. It was, it was him believing the hype. So, at first, he was actually there to take the free kick and concentrate on the free kick. But mm. once he started scoring them, the one against Arsenal, was that was that against was that one against Porto or was that just from po- is it Portsmouth? No, no, normal play. Portsmouth. Oh, no, 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 that, was, no, that was normal play, normal play. Yeah, but like but once, but once was, he started there, believing there, 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 the hype that of these free kicks, it, it stopped being about the actual technique and about the was it three or four steps that he took back, the wide stance. <laughs> The deep breath, the breathe, like it became all about the theatrics rather than the actual technical ability. So it's like, look at me, number seven, or with Madrid for one season or two, the number nine, like, look at me, I'm on the ball, I'm about to take the free kick, then he takes it and he hits the wall. So I feel like for Ronaldo, it was about believing the hype. I think he stopped actually focusing on free kick technique and just started focusing on his routine. And somewhere along the way, he lost it. And more like actual reason. The ball technology changed. I think the knuckleball is less effective than it was in the mid-2000s. 
Rashford, Rashford. Yeah, but even Rashford, Rashford don't, isn't don't as do effective. Like I'm not saying it does. It, bus, it works bus. occasionally, but I don't think the the balls that they make, the technology, it the the ball doesn't dip and swerve in the same way because of the ridges that well, they that they I, put. I would argue it's more tailored for the finesse, which is I think why Messi's gotten a bit better because the ball actually goes nah, where you want it. Like the the Ronaldo Drogba Janino free kick where you hit the valve of the ball perfectly in the sweet spot and then the ball kind of dips for the keeper. I don't think balls really do that anymore. That's why, like, what uh, that's, no, no, that's, no, no, that's no, no. why what Forlan was doing in 2010 was so special because he figured out how do I maneuver this thing. But the ball technology, yeah, changed. no, no. I, I think, yeah, look, I think we just have to agree to disagree. I believe if you bring back Janino now, give him like a few goals, he'd he'd figure out how to get it with the ball. Because my oh, thing no, though yeah. is, you know, basically, you just know that oh, okay, less power, hit it here. You just slowly adjust and then you get it right. I just think that if you're good, you 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 tweak your tech technique. But I I still do believe, which is why I said it in that video that I did that. I do believe that the best technique is Juninho's technique. It's the hardest technique to 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 do. Like the Beckham Messi technique, it's easier to do. But you know, like it's like it's it gives the keeper more of a chance. I think that that technique if, translates over the breadth of football history though like the side foot curve it like i feel like that oh, no 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 it's just no 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 but, but i'm saying though that's like the Janino technique it's it's much harder if you perfect it it's unsavable but i don't you can't save it I, you can't are there any players so, 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 now so, 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 that have perfected it's, it's it. almost like like you're, you're 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 looking at your risk level here if i was advising like a guy Go with the messy backs Ronaldinho te technique. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's Toure easier. It it's more palatable and everything. Yeah, yeah. It came from yeah. like the side, like ninety the side. But, but but my thing though is that, like the Juninho technique, it's hard. It's hard to perfect it because it can go very wrong. <laughs> but if you perfect it, if you really perfect it, it's unsavable. Mm. It is unsavable. You can't a keeper can save it. But see, I, because mm. the the ball is traveling so so, so much. I think these days. If you tried that to, I think it's why Cristiano hits the wall so much. Because I, I don't know if the ball can get up and down with that technique in the same way that the old bro, ones that did. ball, I've seen that ball hit the roof, bro. And I've seen that ball injure people. Yeah, but like the, well the, the, the goal is to get the ball up and then down quickly. So either it shoots up or, you, or, it, or the ball goes straight. But what Janino was able to do was get a level... Like it's the ball took flight like an arrow. Like the it didn't move once it hit a certain height, which is nuts. Like I don't, I, yeah. I don't think. Is there any debate over who the greatest free kick taker is? I don't think so. Oh no, no, there's, like, there's no debate. The, the, no, there's the no strikes debate. dude was hitting for Lyon, Brazil, like the <laughs> the it would it would reach this trajectory or this height off the ground and it wouldn't stop. It's like if there wasn't yeah. a goal, it would keep going. And that's like, it's, it, I don't know how anyone, I don't know if it's, is it, is, what, what am I trying to say? Like things like shoe size, things like, there must be something unique to him that like, because can you think of anybody else who used to, who, he would take free kicks from like the halfway line. Yeah. No, it and was, the and ball would still angles. have pace yeah. by the time. Can you think of anyone that's it's like not, that? It's, it's 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 technique. It's technique. It's like, crazy. He just he was just has he just has the ability just to perfect that. Like bro, like growing up, Bex Bex bro. was stupid. Like I have I never saw any every time Bex stood for a free kick, it seemed like it was a penalty. If Bex had a free kick out of the the penalty area, you know that. Minimum that thing is going on on, on, on targets. Target. What see? So his accuracy was was stupid. Beckham so. is. I mean, I I hate to say this, and it's gonna seem like blasphemy, but it's almost like Ward Prowse now. Like when Ward Prowse yeah. gets on a free kick, I'm like this. At, wait, wait, at wait, worst wait, wait, case, wait. it's on target. No, but but that's the point. Why does it have to be blasphemous? Because James saying Ward Prowse. James Ward Prowse isn't a great footballer. I would say. But he's oh, no, no, he's but, but, see, see, an exceptional I, dead ball specialist. But 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 here's when people Beckham say this: Why was, did you even need to mention Beckham was it's, a better it's footballer. blasphemous? Because Beckham was just he was a better but, footballer than Ward Prowse is. You even you would be able to. Okay, now that. is it? <laughs> I it was he really? <laughs> because 
I have to say, I've come out and said that David Beckham is the most overrated football player I've ever seen. But we're, but now, we're comparing him to JWP. And I'm saying that how much better is Bex than James Ward Price as a footballer? I'm not sure. So, basically, look, that's a debate for another time. Yes. But my thing, though, is forget about We are talking about free kicks. Forget about, about football. James Ward Price, for f- the skill of free kicks, is outstanding. I- the guy is bloody amazing. Bro. So, you because you can call him an amazing free kick taker, that doesn't mean that he's an amazing foot, footballer. But at that particular skill of taking free kicks, he's bloody amazing. I think Bex was an average football player. But in terms of set pieces, he was one of the, the greatest set piece guys I've ever seen. For sure. Of the skill of set pieces. As an overall footballer in the context of a game, the guy, guy was average. So. um, All right. Speaking of England, might as well. Um, Bellingham's added again. The mag. Say again. Oh, oh you want to talk the about mag, the mag, the mag, the mag. Why do you want to talk about the negatives? Why can't we talk about positivity? Positivity. Hey, okay, okay. Jude Bellingham. Jude Bellingham. Jude Bellingham. No, okay, no, okay. I thought actually not. It's, it's actually good to talk about this. I was, I was doing a deep dive into Jude Bellingham to today, man. Um, Pause. So. I don't give a damn. Deep dive, yes. So doing a deep dive into Jude Bellingham, the guy. So, um, shout out to so his dad, Mark Bellingham. So he, I, they say he's one of the greatest non-league players ever. Hmm. Like I think he had like seven hundred career goals in a non-league. Wow. And they said, like, so basically they said he'd, he'd play Martin. a game. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So they said that he'd basically play a game, and then in the evening go to his ten p.m. shifts as a police sergeant. Which is crazy, you know. So, um, obviously, I, th- I don't think they really know what his what his mom does. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's because. So he was being interviewed. I was watching an interview of his, and he said, like, when he was young, he actually didn't like football. So whenever they gave him a ball, he was like, yeah, he just said, no, I want nothing to, to to do with it. So it's only like over. He he, he didn't even know at what point he began going into football. But I just thought that was interesting. So he didn't even like it at a young age. And he just said, oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually want to be playing football now. And, bro, this... See, the thing about Jude Bellingham is this. Foden, I feel, technically, overall, is a better footballer from a technical, aesthetic point of view. An artist point of view. But if I want to win a game, Jude Bellingham over Foden. This guy, he, <laughs> it's like he just has Foden an do? impact of it. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Like, why would why does Phil Foden have to be brought up? <laughs> oh, no, I, ju- I just thought like it's like they're like of a similar age. They're both yeah. young peeps. So I was like, okay, let me just use this as an know. example. How you mean? No, I just I'm, I'm just I'm, is Phil Foden still young? How old is Phil Foden? Is he 23? He can't he can't be more than 23. Phil Foden 23, and I think he has yeah. like nine kids. So. I'm, 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 oh, what, I'm you're joking. lying. What? I'm joking. I, okay. I know he has children, though. As in plural? Yeah, two. He has two kids. Oh, okay. no, I, I thought he had like five or no, six no, no. kids or something. Okay. Um, no, but I don't, I, 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 I struggle to find the correlation between the two, except if you're just trying to highlight what they look like on the ball. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just looking at, like, basically, this is like, 20, I feel a, a cutoff point is, people say, okay, the under 23. So 23 is like a cutoff point. So 23 and under, quote unquote, you're considered young. Okay. So 24 and above, okay, you're now part of the older guys. But 23 under, you're considered young. So I feel he's still right in the young category if he's right on the cusp of the cutoff point. And wait, so, so Rashford is what, 24, 25? I think he's born 99. So okay, so, so yeah, so 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 my thing is, if you're talking about England's best young players, brightest young players, ninety-seven, he's twenty-five, so. he's going to be twenty-six, right? Yeah, he's twenty-five, yeah. So yeah, so so Foden and um, your boy, they're like they're both young box. So I think it's fair to compare them because these are they're the best young talents that England have. Mm. Foden and uh, thingy. Oh, so, oh, okay, sorry, Saka, I you can throw in Saka as well. Fair enough. See, so you say, okay, let's use three of them. So, three of them. So, Saka, Foden, and Bellingham. 
like for me, I think that aesthetically, maybe on the ball, Saka and Foden may look nicer. Or Pellingham, man, there's something about it, about this kid. So this is X Factor. This is like the intangibles of just knowing knowing where to be and being there, and then it's, the, an ability it's to those get the intangibles, ball in the net. man. Yeah. Yeah, like he's just, he's like, I think he's got that get gene. He's got that get gene, you know, hmm. of like, look, he just knows how to get it done. I remember when people were talking about him at Birmingham City, I think it was. And hmm. they were like, this next kid, he's like 15, 16, he's going to be this. Then he goes to Dortmund. I think, I think Birmingham City retired his number. I was like, what is this? He's just here. Yeah, so that's crazy. Like, he's just kid. What do you mean they're retiring the number? But it might be a smart decision. <laughs> <laughs> like the longer this goes, like I don't expect that's him to continue this saying. trajectory that he's had with Real Madrid. I feel like at at the end of the day, he's a midfielder, so he, yeah. his job isn't to score a goal every game or every other game. Really, if he can get one every three, one every four, I think that'd be very impressive for a yeah. midfielder yeah. of his type. Um, but yeah, there is that intangible because I saw the video that came out the other day with it was him, Kyle Walker. And somebody else in the England training setup, I guess. And they were playing mm. one touch, two touch, keep the ball in the air. And he was, he was, I don't know if he was playing around. Maybe he was. But he didn't look, he, he looked as if someone who got into football a bit late. Mm. You know, like maybe I, I wasn't playing football from zero to 11 or 10. So I don't have these like fundamental, necessarily fundamental skills or play these games that you guys have been playing for your whole life but you put me on the pitch mm. and when it's 11 v 11 i'm him <laughs> like i, I my my level rises and 11 v 11 isn't about whether i can do freestyle skills it's about can i get the ball in the net can i do i know where the next pass is going to go do i know where to position myself all of these different types of things and if his brain has the capacity to, you know, deduce all of those things, and it seemingly does, especially at his age, I think he's 20. Um, yeah. He's only going to get better, especially at Madrid, because he's going to be playing with better players who have a level of footballing intelligence that's going to be imparted to him. So, um, yeah, it's scary if you're, I don't know, Scotland, or if you're, uh, I don't know, maybe Barcelona aren't that terrified of madrid i don't know but um yeah he seems to be that guy but again i'm wary to buy into english hype too much so i want to be i want to be reserved yeah, but be excited at the same right. time so it's that fine line yeah no look he's no he's he's, he's doing his thing man he's doing his thing he's doing his thing i mean like i i do feel that if he doesn't get injured and they build the team around him, I have a bit more confidence in England maybe winning those Euros because I've always said, like, I don't care how talented England are. What's the like is a winning mentality and character. So unless they're playing at, at home, I can't put money down on England winning a tournament because they just lack the belief and, and, and character. But I just think if you have a guy like Jude Bellingham and all these young kids around him, but you just have his belief put in there, especially, and also playing for Real Madrid, that just helps. Yeah. That helps a lot. I think that can be a huge contributing factor to England saying what's saying what's up. We have questions from the people. I asked Ooh. for questions for the first time in a long time because okay. it's the international break. I thought, why not? Yeah. So we got four questions. Some of them are two-parters. Um... Allard King asks, can you ask, have hope, how he felt when Jose Mourinho left Chelsea the first time in 2007 and how he thought the rest of the 2007-2008 season would go without him with players like Drogba wanting to leave at the time? So if you could go in the time machine and do you remember before? Okay, so Mourinho was there 0405, 0506-0607. Then the beginning of 07, he sacked, effectively, mutual consent. And Avram Grant comes in. They go to the Champions League final, lose to United, etc. But how did you feel at the mm. time when Mourinho left Chelsea? Oh, oh, no, bro. I was like, okay. It's 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 because it's, it's a double barrel. It's him leaving and then the replacement. So him leaving is like, damn. So who's going to now take over this dude? And here's my thing. 
I had a feeling about what Abramov was about. Like, I've known Russians, you know, in <laughs> schools and everything. And, and Russians are very direct. So, when that... Because remember how quickly he gave Ranieri one season, boom, you're, you're, you're out. You know, I'm not even going to give you time to try and build this team. You're not going to have this time that uh, American friends want to give homeboy. Um, so, when Mourinho, I was like, damn, I liked him. Look at what he did. The swagger that he brought, he's not made football exciting. He brought in box office. So I was like, yeah, Chelsea are not really screwed, but this could be problematic because the players are still there. And once you've had that feeling of winning a Premier League, a trophy, it, it gives you that belief. Whoever comes in, you still have the belief of winning the trophies. But my issue was Aaron Grant. Because Grant was obviously one of like the guys from high on top and everything who now came down to now do do the job. So once he now came and I was like, Mourinho to Grant? What? I remember the feeling was like, bro, this is just some yeah, yeah guy from the road. <laughs> <laughs> that this Grant guy was coming through. But bro, I mean, he did a he did a good job. He did a, he did a, he you did a good job to get him to the 07 08 final. So but I did feel that I mean, I, it's it's weird though, like you'd think that I'd have felt a lot more angry towards Abramovich for it, but I was like, it is what it is. It's Abramovich. And they, I'd, we know what this guy's about. So I was like, I was more I was just more sad than angry because of how much I love Marina. I was like, ah, damn it. This guy could have built a this guy could have built a legacy in the same way that Fege and Venga did. Mm. And he wanted to, to stay. I so like I was like, yeah, like we... Way yeah. about it after 2010 when Inter won the treble with Mourinho and it was the best Mourinho probably that's ever existed. Mm. And I thought, man, like, we're stuck. I mean, and Chelsea did well the 09-010 season. Like, it, it was one of the high watermark. It was the high watermark of the league for Chelsea. But ultimately, you want to win the Champions League. And if people and at that time we nobody knew twelve was coming, so it was like man, if we would have kept Mourinho, we would have won the Champions League definitely by now. We would have been the best club in Europe, and you know you would have had that to use with your Arsenal fans, who at the time were still saying we're the biggest team in London or Arsenal <laughs> friends, um, best team in London. This like y'all haven't even won a Champions League. Would like at least we were in the final in 06. Y'all lost to United. There was all this kind of stuff going on at the time. Mm. So I, I thought Mourinho was the guy to get us back. You know, I thought after mm. Ancelotti left in 11, bring back Mourinho. Then they went with Vias Boas. So that was the only time I felt salty about it. And I think at the time when it happened, I didn't have a good understanding really of how football worked. Like, I would have been 16, 17, 17 when he left. So I was just like, okay, whatever, you know. But then it, by 2010, I'm 19, 20. I've been in here. I've been in the game a while. So I was like, or did I say 19? By 2009, 2010. I was like, man, like, that could have been us. Because <laughs> like, by that time, the team was old. Because you, you mm. really didn't have a, an idea that Drogba, Lampard, Terry, Czech, Essien, Cole, Maluda, the other Cole, Joe Cole, like, they're not going to win. Like, there was that feeling, especially after the, the semifinal in 09. It's just like, this team can't. Like, there's no way. They're too old. But then, you know, it happened how it happened. And then Mourinho came back and did well. So, yeah. I'll, I, I get, so, that's the only time I felt salty, really, mm. was when they won the treble. Fuck yeah, no, I, I think yeah, like it would have been interesting to see. But I was happy for him. Mourinho I was, was happy for him. Time. I was always, I've, I've that, always I mean, liked Mourinho. So. I'd have loved, I'd have loved to see if Mourinho would just give in time. Like if we were just giving like, yeah. Wow, this is now my team for like six, seven, eight straight also, seasons. Also, but also, similar to what you're seeing with with Pep and, and Klopp. Also, like, so. I think you you might have been quite advanced at the time, because at that point Abramovich had only sacked one manager, and it was the manager who b preceded him. So we didn't have a good reference for like how ruthless is this man really? Because he he entered with success. They reached even with Ranieri, reached a semifinal in the Champions League. Then they hire Mourinho. League, league, 
second place, I think, in 07, 08. Oh, no, 06, 07. And then, like, so I, I don't think we really understood. Like, this guy is actually quite ruthless, bro. Because he sacked Ancelotti in the tunnel, sacked Vias Boas, sacked Di Matteo. Yeah, hired Benitez, sacked Mourinho. <laughs> like, there, a history hadn't yet been built of Abramovich sacking managers just because. Or in yeah. times that we weren't sure. So that was the first. But because it was the first, it was like, mm, maybe it's the right decision. So you, you might have been advanced, more advanced than me, certainly. Um, so Pogba from Jax365 has tested positive for PEDs. Has he wasted his talent? Or do you think he wasted it on the club level, but not the international level? So kind of what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we sort of answered it. Like, it's... Has has did did this what what he did internationally? Has, has he wasted his talent level. though? The better question, not to remix your question, Jax, but does Pogba think that Pogba wasted his talent? Because we might say yes, we might say no, we might say maybe. What do you think he thinks? Uh I have no idea. I mean, but I would like to think that for someone, because you, because everyone knows how how good they really are. And I think Pogba knows how talented he is. He would have known that I should have made a greater impact on football. Hmm. I should have had a I should have had a greater imprint on football. So the kind of imprint that Modric had on Real Croatia, Javi Iniesta had on Spain and Barcelona, that's the kind of impact that he should have had. He should have had an impact on on both the club game and international game, based based on how good he was. So, hmm. Tapiwa, which club in Europe? From a neutral perspective, would you most like to see win a domestic cup slash conference league slash Europa trophy this season? Taking out your allegiances, of course. I mean, it would be cool to see Napoli win the Champions League. That would be cool. I got one. Yeah, you're I mean, I'm like to think, yeah, yeah, Napoli. But yeah. you're not going to like it. Oh, what, what, what? And he doesn't even list. He said domestic cup, conference league, Europa League. I'm going Champions League. PSG, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want Mbappe to have his Champions League without Neymar or Messi and Dembele gets one too who else is there that I like Marquinhos gets his he doesn't have like the Thiago Silva or Tuchel stuff like there are you're, players you're, on you're that team on this train. they're a team not on their train it's about the narrative of Mbappe that I need these things checked off the list if Mbappe wins the Champions League for Madrid, it's like, yeah, but it's Madrid. They're the all-time winning is team, blah, 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 blah. People will be able to detract that. Winning it for PSG in the state that people think PSG are in right now, which is like one of the weakest it's been in maybe since the beginning of their project, I think that would be not Dodds because obviously the team's good, but it would be, you know, a, a feather in his cap. Uh, assuming that they would win it because Mbappe is brilliant. And that's the only way it would happen. So what if they win it without him? Without him being amazing or with him being injured? Now that would be awkward. No, what would be awkward <laughs> is, is if they sell him to Madrid and then they beat them and then win or something along those lines. It's like, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> but from which club from a neutral perspective would I most like to see do something like that is PSG. For sure. I've given up on PSG, bro. I've, I've given up. Maybe like I, I maybe Milan winning or something like that, just for nostalgic purposes of like back way back when, back in my day, Milan used to be good, like that kind of stuff. Cool. Actually, obviously, obviously, this is impossible though. But just based on my black bias, Burnley to win the the, the Premier League with company. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you, how how you know. how soon do they forget, guys? You don't remember White Lives Matter, Burnley? You're still repping that city. We can, well, can't rep that city. Yeah, but 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 they 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 got a brother in the in, in the dugout, so you know. Is that is so. he the only one in the Premier League? Yes, I think he's the only one. <laughs> Vieira's out, bro. Uh, no one, no 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 one hires any black managers, bro. That they don't. So, damn. Speaking of, I, I, and this is a thought that was in my head, by the way, when and you kind of you referenced it, and then I think I might have interrupted. You were talking about the the dude that tweeted about Yamal, mm. and he said something about um, and you didn't mention this, but it was in the tweet. I'm not going to support Spain as long as they have this more in the team. 
Was that the word that he used? Oh. Like a more M O O R? Oh, I, I don't even remember. I can't remember the the details of the. I'm like, okay. The thing. You really think you're like European, huh? Like you think you're white, huh? You Spaniards, okay. Why don't you look like people from England or Germany or France or not France, but like you know, how come you don't look like the same kind of white that exists in Sweden or Belgium or someplace? Like what happened to make you a little bit more olivey? Like what happened? Could it have been the Moors for seven hundred years yeah. from seven eleven to fourteen ninety one? Could it? Could it have been? Is this a bit of self hate? You don't like being reminded of how you came to be, sir? Is that it? Could it be? Could it be? <laughs> fourteen? I think it was seven hundred to fourteen ninety two. That's how long the Moors conquered or had the Iberian Peninsula. Why do you think their names like Al Karaz? What do you think the A L is? That's Arabic. Alcaraz, Alcantar, like that's all, that's Arabic. So what does being Spain, Spanish really mean or Portuguese really mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that, that annoyed me talking about, I'm not going to support the team while there's Moors there. Meanwhile, there are players like Alcaraz and Rodriguez and all your team. Like, yeah, but, but, but look, every, everyone's a, a hypocrite, man. That's, that's what's being idiot. human. Stupid races are the worst. Just dumb. Most ones. racist are stupid. I know that's kind of that's kind of the point. So that's like most racist are Don't stupid. Be a dumbass. <laughs> um, last question. Football aesthetics within different cultures have tactics reached a ceiling in Europe. The importance of the pause and improvisation. Juanma Lilo, Pep's assistant coach, article on the Athletic. Um, I don't have the Athletic subscription on this particular browser, but I'll read the first part. He says. Football's finished, and now whatever this is has emerged. I don't dare name it. The purpose of the game has been subverted. Now they're looking more for consumers than fans. The industry needs TV money. But even so, I've seen every game at this World Cup. I always do. I prefer international football to club football because, for me, the best players come together for international football, and so the interactions between them are richer. I could prove it to you. I've got notes on thousands of games between 1950 and 1990. 12 terabytes worth are sitting on my desk in front of me. My subscription on Google Chrome runs out. But I mean, even that first part, he seems to suggest that football has lost its soul, which I think is probably true, mm. in pursuit of consumers, not fans, television, money, etc. It's interesting that he's Pep's assistant, because I think a lot of people, at least in our generation, would pinpoint that we lost something during that Spain, Barca, 08 to 2014 era, which has Pep's fingerprints all over it. Where are the individual footballers? Why are they no longer number 10s in the same way? Um, Those kind of players that you can look at and think, like when you were out in the park, who are kids trying to be? I remember when I was a kid, after watching, I think, the 96 Olympics or the 98 World Cup, or like, I'm in the yard, like, and not to big up Nigeria, but JJ Okocha, like, just the name made me want to be out there, like, doing stepovers and different things. Mm. Who are the kids these days? I want to be the boy. I want to be the, Jude Bellingham. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I want to be a tree trunk. Guys want to be a, a tree trunk. Like Harry Holland. Kane. Like, what? Like, where, where the, where's the sexy footballers at, man? Did you see that TikTok video? There's like a TikTok video that went viral where you see this guy like um, how wingers used to be. So he's doing all these tricks, yes. crazy stepovers like that. And then the next thing is wingers now. And just about <laughs> holding the ball, Pass keep possession, back. keep possession. So I think tactics are now risk averse. So it's about, because, and that is, and that's the, the worst thing that happened to football is how influential managers are and how tactical the games, which is why the guy's right. Like he's spitting, like international football is the last pure form of football. Mm. And that is because you only see these guys three or four times a year. You don't have time to implement a complicated system. You don't have time to micromanage. So the best you can do is have a basic blueprint and let the individuals figure it out. Scalone mm. is not a great manager. Neither is Deschamps, neither is Southgate. But they are just the right people to properly implement the right blueprints for these individuals to execute. So Pep wouldn't work as an international manager because you don't have enough time to implement your complicated system. Same thing with Klopp, same thing with a, a, a Nagelsmann. So when you watch international football, it's pure because it's guys figuring it out. You, you can't see tactics there. 
So, so what you say? It's really culture against culture, mm. which is why like Brazil getting Ancelotti to manage them is the dumbest idea in the world. It's I don't totally know though, because Ancelotti is one of those I let the players figure it out. But he's Italian. But yeah, he's Italian. but he's not stereotypically Italian. He's not. But he's Italian. He's Italian. Like I always say, he's not Sachi or one of those. No, oh, no, no. Succeed and fill with your own. Succeed and fill with your own. I feel like Ancelotti at Brazil could give them something. No. Just no. freedom to be themselves rather than fake Europeans. No. No. You know. I say you must you must, you should never be allowed to hire a foreign Although, manager. Okay, so. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Why wouldn't you want Ancelotti to manage Brazil? Like what would what would he be stopping exactly? Cuz if you're saying Ancelotti coming would stop Brazilians playing like Brazilians. And then I ask you, are there actually any real Brazilians in the way we understand that on this team, bar Neymar? Wouldn't they actually need someone to coach them like they aren't Brazilians if they aren't Brazilians? You... Wouldn't Richarlison, assuming they're in the team, Richarlison, Anthony, all these guys who we look at like, Where's the flair? Where's the individualism? Where, like, and within and, the team and, construct, and that's and, and see, and my they thing actually is, might is, need somebody to put put things together. You you can't let them freestyle to do what? But but that's where I use even Germany as an example now, where it's like you have to just write it out. You're now <laughs> in a generation where the talent ends there. You oh, just I, need to I, wait. I, and, I forgot about Vinicius. And I hope that's like, and I basically hope that's a Vito Hoke or an Andrik or those dudes. But my thing is. If Brazil can't win by flair, then, then they can't win. Dunga tried the same thing. He tried something different. And Netherlands um, backhanded and pimp slapped them in that World Cup. So my thing is, I have the firm belief that you have to stick to what your country is culturally about when it comes to football. Because I think essential for football, that's your, that's your, that is how you culturally view the game. And you can never deviate from that. Germany are not a false nine Highline team, no. You're an old school four four two striker. That's that's how you roll. But that's, that's how, how you they have to were be. when you were a kid. They won a World Cup with the Geigen press four three three. No, they didn't. No, yeah, they, they didn't. Did. Kroosow was still the striker. They weren't. They weren't playing Geigen press in 2014 or they 2012. Were? Am I tripping? No, no, they Like the intensity of the high line that they have now isn't what they had in 2014. Well, obviously it's been involved in the last 10 yeah. years. But like the the birthings of that come from that team, like players in that team. Like they had Neuer, who's the sweeper keeper. There was Kadira, Kroos. There was Schweinsteig. Like they had a team. Ozil, like that's, see, that's what's missing really in football these days, okay? Is number 10. I could go on a whole speech about the, the there's a missing link between the industrial midfielders and the actual attackers to where you're making wingers come and collect the ball, which then stifles everything. Chelsea are witnessing this now. They have no 10. There's no player who's just free to do what he wants. Mm. And this, I'm assuming this is coming from like youth systems, which is why they're not even... Cre- Number one, there aren't even good strikers to feed anymore, much less ways no, to get them the ball. Strikers, man. This football, it's, it's becoming whack, bro. <sighs> it's, yeah, look, and I then, mean... And, but... and, and then, hold on, just, just quickly, and then, like, people like Florentino Perez are like, the, the, we're, we're, we're having research that the kids aren't watching sports as much. People aren't watching football as much. I wonder why. Hmm. Could it be because it's fucking boring? Just shuffling? Yeah, like, where's look, the I mean, dynamism? it's like... Like, 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 we watch, that's why people say we watch sports to be entertained. At the end of the day, this is called the beautiful game. The keyword there is game. Like, if I'm playing a video game, I don't want to be bored playing a video game. I want to be entertained. <laughs> so if I'm watching the beautiful game, I want to watch the beautiful game. Watching a system play out isn't beautiful. Watching people make a mistake take risks, do dynamic things. That's where the beauty... The beauty is in the mistake. The beauty is in trying and attempting things and hoping that you will now succeed. There is no beauty in keep possession, don't lose the ball, keep your shape, don't take any risks. There's, the, there's, there's no beauty there. Like, 
the best, I've always said the best football match I've ever seen was Germany against Italy, 06 World Cup semi. And when you watch that game, back and forth, 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 back and forth. And these guys are both going at it, both going at it, both going at it. That is the that is real excitement. Once when when the game became two two, that France Argentina game was pretty amazing because you you saw two guys put everything and just both blow go at it. But the Pep ideal is no, we're not here to be risky. We are here to be risk averse and to hold on. And here's my thing: that's I cannot hate on any manager who has a certain tactic. I despise Tiki Taka. And I'm not a fan of Pep's philosophy. But that's your philosophy. It's up to opposition to figure out how to win. Because we're here to... I am paid to win. And I will use any... I don't have a duty to entertain you. My... When they hire me as a manager, they don't say, well, you have to say no. When they hire me as a manager is to win trophies. You're here. I want you to bring trophies every single day to the club. Fine. And I will try and figure out a strategy to win. Not to entertain, to win. So... I don't mind if one or two teams has a particular tactic, but if every team is copying from or reading from the same hymn sheet, that then becomes mm. a problem. So if everyone, not, and I'm not saying this happens, but if a majority of teams are like, oh, what is City doing? What is Madrid doing? What is Barca doing? And then you just copy them, then football becomes kind of stale. Yeah. So you need new ideas, like fresh ideas. And obviously, it's almost, you know... Old ideas come from new ideas. New ideas come from old ideas. So maybe it just it takes time for things to develop in the way that they would. But, by the way, I don't know how you score five goals in 30 minutes without counter-pressing. But that's mm. an aside. Mm. <laughs> like, they, they well, ripped well, apart Brazil, bro. Brazil was a special team. You didn't need to counter-press. They were just trash. <laughs> like, they were just garbage. <laughs> like, so. they were... They were I, I need to watch it back. I haven't I haven't watched that thing. Well, I'm never watching another thing ever again. Never. <laughs> yeah. Hey yo, as 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 we conclude, I encourage everybody to go watch Half Hope's seven one recap. The first five minutes I think are just silence. <laughs> it's just Oh it's wow. just quiet. A, it's just what a day, man. What a day. I don't believe what I just saw. Like, did I just see that? <laughs> anyway, uh talking tech this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your questions. Um, yeah, have hope. Any concluding thoughts or comments? Um, let's hope that Chelsea um, are in the top half by the end of these weekend's games. Let's baby steps. Let's Chelsea attempt to be in the top <laughs> half of the table. Baby steps. Yeah. Oh lord, I need to reach out to Nini. I I'll, I'll try to get Nini on next week or the week. Yeah. Okay. Good on Nini. So we can have a so we can talk Chelsea more more thoroughly anyway i'm at daniel to look have hope have hope footballhut.com check all the links become us uh become a patreon subscribe whatever it is yes sir and we'll see you guys next week peace 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 sports social podcast network